the BTSE 365 podcast. Hey. They told you a fool for this one. TSC 365 podcast. I am your humble host, Big, and I appreciate you tuning in wherever you tuning in, however you tuning in. As I always like to say, I ain't gonna hold you long. I promise you, I'm not. Um, took a little hiatus for a couple of days, but some real pressing stuff been going on. You know what I'm saying? Georgia won a national championship. Shout out to the Bulldogs. Great, impressive win over. Nick Saban and his tide. Uh they lost Mechie before the game in the in another in the previous game. And then they lost Williams, Jamaria Williams, Jamarion Williams. I hope I didn't fuck his name up. But um and I mean Bryce Young, he's the he's the Heisman trophy winner. He got these other cats out here, they tried, just came up short. Georgia's defense held strong throughout the game and the better team won. No excuses. That's just what it is. Um, I enjoyed watching the game. It was it was exciting up until the up until the end when, when Bryce Young threw that pick six. That was that was it. That was the that was the defining moment. But I just I have to talk about this whole Brian Flores thing. I didn't want to jump the gun and and talk about it out the gate initially. Um but now that a couple of days have passed, certain reports have been put out. Um, you know, a lot of talk is happening about why was it philosophy, was it this, was it that, and it it just takes me to a point to a place where I just, I mean, we've seen this before. You know what I'm saying? We've seen this before. Black coaches being fired 
especially like coaches who show promise. You know what I'm saying? Like Joe Judge, he deserved to be fired in New York. You know what I'm saying? His teams didn't get better. They didn't show any promise. Um, Mike Zimmer in Minnesota, eight years. You tried it. Kirk Cousins is your quarterback. You got Pro Bowl receiver after Pro Bowl receiver, Pro Bowl running back, good offensive lines, good defenses. Your team just couldn't get over the hump, couldn't beat the Packers, become NFC North champion. Like, stuff like that. Okay, time for a new voice. Let's see what we can get going. Um, who else got fired? Uh, Vic Fangio in Denver. I mean, his defenses have been good. Offenses haven't. No franchise QB drafted or developed. Um, I can see why. You know what I'm saying? I can see why. And where else? Who else? Who else got the axe on what they call Black Monday? Seemed like everybody else kept their jobs, I think. I think those were the only head coach firings that I can think of. And it took Joe Judge two days to be fired. <laughs> They ain't fire him to Tuesday. Um, so I'm saying all that to say this 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 Brian Flores thing, it stinks. Let's just let let's just call it what it is. It stinks. It stinks. It don't he went from five and eleven to nine and seven to nine and eight. Now this year you could say, well, he lost seven straight games, but he won seven straight games after losing seven straight games. Never happened in the same season before, ever. And then he beat the Patriots twice. He was four and two against Bill Belichick. He the only Belichick disciple, as they call him, former assistant, who actually has a winning record against him. Everybody else, no, they, they no, they they don't beat him. And so it, I was. I told you on the last pod, I started off my NFL Sunday by watching any given Sunday. And this clip right here of Willie Beeman, played by Jamie Foxx, is pretty much, it pretty much sums it up. Check it out. Black people are being dissed in this league, Willie? I mean, I see what you do. You do them that media spin or whatever that y'all do. But let's talk about the facts. I mean, 70% of the people in this league is African-American. How many black coaches do you have? Very few. Very few. How many black owners? None. Zero. Right. At what point does the Uncle Tom feel come into it? Not my language. It is your language, because we didn't speak this language when we got here. But Coach Stone Age? <laughs> Your smack is so fresh. I mean, it's so on time and truthful. Give me a pound. See what I'm saying? Willie Beeman. Willie Beeman tried to tell us. Willie Beeman tried to tell us. And I don't I don't know, you know, what it is that people tend to not want to say or not see. Cause it's go like this, right? I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna keep it one thousand. Stephen Ross. The owner of the Dolphins. He's not the most pro-black guy. Now, you will, you can't say this. Well, Chris, he, he had Chris Greer. He's the, the GM. And Brian Flores was the head coach. Never saw that anywhere else in the league. True. True. But you need an ass kisser. That's your Chris Greer. Brian Flores 
ain't kissing ass. If you're a black head coach in the league, you you can't you can't make it if you a strong minded head coach, strong minded personality. It just don't work. Now you could say, well, it didn't work with Harbaugh. That's true, but Trent Baalke was a GM who's in Jacksonville, and we see how that's going. Um, Flores will, I fingers crossed, will get another job in the NFL as a head coach this coming season. Like, he's already interviewing for jobs. So hopefully, oh, I'm sorry, Matt Nagy got fired in Chicago. I knew it was one other one out there. And he interv- uh, Brian Flores is interviewing for that job, and I hope he gets – one of these head coaching vacancies. Um, it was reported that he didn't want Tua, but Stephen Ross and Chris Greer did. And I'm seeing tweets from Omar Kelly who's saying that's not necessarily the case. It was all about supposedly personality issues all the way around the board. <sighs> Jim Caldwell was fired in Detroit. Eric B. Enemy still doesn't have a job. Byron Left was just interviewing for jobs. Um, there's another black coach out here whose name has been floating around. And I'm sorry, man. I, I, I just call bullshit. Like, the Miami Dolphins went 9-8. and eight And Tua was a hurt part of the season. His development, you know, slow and steady. He's not a dynamic QB or any of that in the league. He's not what they thought he would be in in the league. But, hey, he got his hip broke like his senior year, I mean his last year of college. So it's taking some time, yes, more time than Greer may have wanted to give. But if the reports are true that Greer wanted Justin Herbert as opposed to Tua, I mean, <laughs> no disrespect to Tua, but we see Herbert should be in the playoffs despite he should be a playoff quarterback. It's not his fault that his coach is incompetent. I mean, people talk about Mike McCarthy and his clock management issues and all of that. Brandon Staley is terrible. Like, the timeout and all these fourth down conversions he's trying to get. Like, bro, this ain't – I play Madden. He, I'm not a head coach. I can do that on Madden on fourth and 13. I can do that. You know, you know ain't no money involved. Players' livelihoods ain't involved. You can do that. You can get away with that. But damn it, you can't do that against the Chiefs, against the Raiders when the playoffs on the line. You just you just don't do that. You know what I'm saying? You just don't do that. So, man, Flores, I, I wish him the well. I said the well. I wish him the best. I wish him well. Um, looking forward to seeing where he lands. I, I, I hope and pray. He gets teamed up with the GM and don't go to an incompetent franchise. Like, if you find a head coach, it's not about incompetency all the time. Like, Minnesota wouldn't be bad for Flores, I think. Minnesota wouldn't be the worst. It's probably out of all the jobs, it's it's some question marks because you got a quarterback situation now. Um, who do you bring in at QB? And what about the draft? And, Denver's a little tricky because I heard Shannon Sharp say ownership may be changing soon. And who do you play at QB? You know, uh, Drew Locke isn't your guy. Teddy B, he's injury prone. And 
unfortunately, he won't be your franchise QB. Can you get a trade? Um, do you take a shot with Deshaun Watson now that you're in Denver? If you go to Denver, um, you go to Chicago. If you get the Chicago job, you got a young QB there, but you got a lot of offensive line issues. Defense was solid, but could be better. So it's a lot of questions. And I just think the brother got a raw deal. The brother, like, just, he got a raw deal, man. Steven Ross ain't, he ain't, Y'all look him up. Look him up for yourself. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and do that and bash Stephen Ross. I don't want y'all to say, "Well, big, you just now nah. look up Stephen Ross for yourself. See what kind of shit he been on." Kenny Steele tried to tell us about him too. They tried to tell us this ain't nothing but Jim Caldwell all over again. Speaking of Jim Caldwell, shout out to the Lions for trying to lift this curse off this franchise. Because I just saw a picture that Megatron was back at the facility in the Lions den. And one of my homeboys, he, he's a Lions fan. He sent it to me last night. Happy to see that because I got a whole show about how trash the Lions organization is. Has probably one of the worst franchises in sports. Not football. It's worse than football. But in sports, could be quite possibly the worst franchise because of a player like Megatron retiring early. Not requesting to trade, not none of that. He just said, fuck it, I'm out. I'd rather not even play football no more after dealing with y'all. That's how bad the Lions are. So, yeah, glad to see him back in the fold. Now, let me see, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on. Like play a fly, moving on, man. I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about if I didn't talk about those Memphis Grizzlies. Okay, I gotta talk about them. It's the home. It's the home state team. They hot. They don't want ten straight, eleven straight, maybe now. Hell, let me let me check my stats now. You know. Uh, John Morant is a legitimate MVP candidate. And, I mean, hey, they doing their move. Um, I, I think I think that is refreshing. It's damn sure refreshing. It's very refreshing for the NBA to have young, uh, young stars in these smaller markets. Because everybody knows Memphis is a small market franchise. So, yeah, it's 10th Street. It's a nice-sized city, but it's not the most glamorous city. You know, the nickname used to be Grit and Grind. Then you got all the other shit surrounding the city. Murder, you know, it's on First 48. It's known for murders and all these homicides and murders over the last couple of years. I just read something that was like 300-plus murders last year. Like, But me being me and where I'm from, I got a lot of connections and ties to this city. I love the city of Memphis. Like it's really like my second home. Like for real. Like I, I'm, I'm there. I'm not there all the time, but I'm, I'm, I be around. I just stay out the way. I know. I, hey, hey, stay out the way. So I have to make sure I give credit where credit is due. I may not be a fan of the team, but I game recognize game. 
and I always say this, I respect greatness. And right now, the trajectory of of young Ja Morant, barring any, you know, I don't even want to say the word, but barring any issues, any setbacks, I mean, he on his way. He up. Like, he up. Everything that people wanted Zion Williamson to be, Ja Morant is. And me and a couple of other people saw it before it got there. We saw it. We saw it. I I want Zion Williamson to be great. I want to see him in the league thriving, making big dunks and progressing as a ball player and all that. But he got to get his weight. I'm a big dude. I ain't the one out here trying to make jump shots. I know better. I do sweat check. So, you know, I I get my, you know, I do my thing, but hey bro, I ain't, ain't nobody paying me 100 plus million dollars to shoot no basketball. So you need to get the shit together. But on the, I say that to say this. John Morant has gotten better every year. Is year three? Every year. He's progressed. Rookie mistakes, he's not making those in year three. He one of those players that you can see. He work on his game. Yeah, he a, I'ma say, I'm gonna say it. He a Memphis nigga now. Oh, that's a Memphis nigga. John Morant, first of all, him and Zion, they just like me. They're from the country in South Carolina. They're from the country. And you take a country nigga from South Carolina, go to Mary, Kentucky. Okay. Then you put that nigga in Memphis. Oh, he at home. He home. Now he had a little issue with somebody telling him he need to sit down. But right after that, he started turning up. Because he knew his knee wasn't, it wasn't that it was hurt. He just, he said it himself. He didn't trust it all the way. Now he got the trust. He needs a little spark. Memphis is a little rough around the edges sometimes. You know, it, I ain't saying nothing that nobody from the city wouldn't tell you. You know what I'm saying? As much as they love it, it's a love-hate thing sometimes. And I understand that. But I also understand that this team is different. This team is different. They winning in spite of injuries. Hell, they had a winning streak when he was down. Uh, Dylan Brooks is out. They still winning. So they may be one, not even big piece, but one small piece away from actually competing for the Western Conference Championship and making it to the finals. Hey, they didn't beat Golden State twice. They didn't beat the Suns. They didn't. Beat up on the Lakers and LeBron had LeBron out there. Oh man, I don't play that shit. Who do you want to talk shit? Y'all, y'all. He only do that when he upset and he losing. He only do that when he losing. Cause when he out there up fifteen and dunking on folks and ah ah, he cool. But when he losing, ah, he a sore loser. He can't take that shit. He can't take that shit. But hey, it is what it is. You hey hey man, you can't keep you can't constantly play the Kings and win. Hell, they just lost to the Kings last night. Just saw it. They just they just lost to the Kings last night. So let's not act like that. Yeah, they lost to the Kings one twenty five to one sixteen. It is what it is. So again, shout out to John Moran. He a legit MVP candidate. Big Perk Kendrick Perkins said it a couple weeks ago. My boy Rato, he been telling me, he told me before the year started, he thought Ja was going to be an MVP candidate. I didn't see it. I thought he was two years away. I was wrong. I admit that. I was wrong. But 
I see it. I see it now. Like, hey, you can't deny the boy. Young, you can't deny the man. The young man is on his way. He's 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 proven a lot of doubters wrong. He putting the city of Memphis on his back. He um he embodies the Memphis spirit. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's just like Zebo, right? They retired his jersey uh, last month, I think, or the month or, or in November. But it's just like Zebo. Like Zebo got to Memphis, and it instantly was just a match. It just clicked. Ja got to Memphis, and it just clicked. He a Memphis nigga, man. He all oh, he shining. He, he he got the grill. You know what I'm saying? He got he know the lingo. He he part of the people. Like you know, he can walk. He ain't doing it as much as he used to, <laughs> but he'll be on bill. You know what I'm saying? They got fans like, yeah, you know, he he ain't gotta worry about nothing. Like niggas in this video, like, yeah, he ain't gotta worry about nothing. This, this we got him. The city got him. He don't need no security. We his security. Like, but he he had, he didn't have to dial that back a little bit because you, you know what I'm saying. You don't want to get caught slipping. Uh, but yeah, so shout out to the Grizz. Shout out to Ja. Uh, as long as the Grizz don't fuck this situation up how they always do. They'll be all right. <laughs> Just let me not say always, but they do. They fire coaches after having good seasons of coach. Like, I don't understand them. But it seems as if now they're playing to win and they're they're doing everything around the organization to win. So I can't knock them. Now, the next show, we'll get into the playoff weekend, NFL playoffs, predictions. I'm excited. I'm excited. Got a big smile on my face. If you're listening on the pod, just on the stream, on the on without the YouTube, yeah, I'm I'm smiling from ear to ear. If you are checking out the pod on YouTube, I appreciate you. Go to their website that you see going across the bottom of the screen. Also make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Like it, share it, get us up. I'm trying this 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 the visual thing that everybody been telling me. Hey man, you gotta get on YouTube. You gotta get on YouTube. So I'm on YouTube now. So hey, check me out. YouTube, Big Talks Sports and Entertainment. It's big with two G's. Remember that now. And uh, yeah, y'all be easy. I'm out. Peace. It's four in the morning, I'm riding on curvy with bass in the trunk like an 808. Just me and this stick, I ain't worried about shit. Say it could be smoked like a celebration. I keep it a hundred, I go pay a junkie, put them on a mission, they dedicated. Did pressure to cure, I know they won't taste it. I'm jugging and serving the air patient. These niggas be hoes out here writing statement. I get trapped and rapping my occupation. When got some new guns, I ran out of patience. When caught me some glock, that went out to safety. You want me to rap, you gon' have to pay me. I stopped doing favors, back to the basics. If you want the gas, you gon' have to wait till all of the big buys situated. 
I'm gutter. I fell in love with the sticks. I just wrapped the brick. Young nigga, no, I ain't have a thing. Up and be all with a load. Hog on the road. I'm filling up two different lanes. Went to go look at a coupe. Watch what I do. I get it and blow out the brain. You can just think it's a game. Reef my chain. Go put RIP by your name. And I'm just speaking on facts. You go get them clapped. You send them, you won't get them back. And I put that up on depth. You thinking I'm Jeff. I promise it bigger than rap.